You're listening to a Rock Candy podcast. You are now entering Magnified Studios. Welcome. Coming to you from Magnified Studios, Magnified Pod presents It's Hard to Find a Podcast. Covering your favorite indie bands from the 90s Christian alternative scene. Put your tape decks on record. Hi, I'm Andrew. I'm John. This is our podcast. Yeah. And we're back. Back on our regular bullshit. We're back. Sad to leave behind spooky season. And yet, when I heard those, those bass notes and those dulcet Dave Bazan tones. <laughs> I got pumped again to dive back into uh, regular, uh, hard to find a podcast content. So yeah, and this is this is anything but a regular podcast content episode. Bro. Yeah, true. We're kind of doing a little bit of a makeup uh, yeah. episode. We don't have an album that we're discussing today. We have voicemails. We have some other things to discuss. I was just in Chicago, mm. recorded a little content. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're just going to get to some of that um, yeah. before we get back into talking, talking our regular stuff. But um, so we do and have even, some more. Even a little bit more of a detour before we get back to our regular indie rock, because Andrew, a band that we care very much about as, uh, as this episode drops, has a new record out in the world. It's true. Uh, talking that Craig's bro. It's true. Um, new record out. So we will be talking about that. There will be some Craig's brother content uh, in the coming weeks. So watch for that. But, you know, we'll get back to some fuzzy indie rock band nobody's heard of uh, not long <laughs> after that. Um, I know everybody's clamoring for it. So Yeah, exactly. Everybody's Everybody's been chomping at the bit to be like, come, come on, guys. When are you going to cover a band I've never heard of again? <laughs> it's coming. It's coming. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So we are fully submerged, moving into fully submerged, man. That is a, that is a throwback. That's old school. It's a a sentence I haven't heard. (laughs) A phrase I haven't heard in a long time. You know, it's funny. We miss you. We love you. Yes. It's funny. What's funny, John. I just saw you take a deep pull from that Topo Chico over there. Mm. And we both independently, decided for this episode to drink plain hey, sparkling water you know we're coming off of a month of candy and beer we hung out and had some beers this weekend true. I'm kind of in a water place right now <laughs> <laughs> um speaking of being back on my bullshit uh i've been writing some poetry Hell yeah. and something that i was writing the other day was like drink water stay hydrated whiskey isn't water um drink tears for electrolytes so i'm just like back <laughs> on my emo bullshit but it's like yeah man drink some <laughs> drink some fucking water yeah and i need to yeah man need to be back on that i'm trying uh and you know we we've been known to do some water wars around these parts and uh topo chico reigns supreme from our many water wars uh matchups but you also sent me a sparkling water blind tasting that uh that up rocks did this week um and they voted topo chico number one as well so yep. topo chico's what's up and um, a number two for 
a brand that I've never heard of and, and that they admittedly also had never really yeah. heard of. Um, but also Haritos had. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> I, I didn't know they had a water. I didn't know that either, but I got to try that. Some more water wars to come. Yeah. Uh, we also have some wars of a sort that we'll be tasting later. Uh, not water, but we'll get not there. Close. <laughs> not, not even a little bit like water. Um, I did see it's, it's water in the world of Pawnee. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, it's yeah. Water zero in doesn't imply that there's zero calories. It means that there's zero water in it. <laughs> right. We should pump it into our water fountains and put our mouths directly over the spigot, Pawnee style. Exactly. To get it. Um, but you know, speaking of spooky stuff in water, yeah. Polar, one of the waters we tasted at some point, I believe, or at least we had some recommendations from folks about Polar. Yes. Um, we drank the orange and that was that was tasty. Um, but I heard that there was a a werewolf flavored <laughs> polar available at Halloween time. And obviously what, that's right up our alley. Mean? I don't know. Uh, as I'm saying it, I'm like, did I hallucinate this? Is this real? <laughs> um, no, polar seltzer junior werewolf howls, um, bubbles and mythic flavor, a fruity recipe of epic yumminess. I don't know what that means, but there's a werewolf right on there. He's howling. Um, I don't know. I don't know what it tastes like, but we got to get our hands on some on some werewolf, uh, werewolf howls polar, perhaps next spooky season. So you know, speaking of werewolves, John, mm-hmm. we got some brand new merch Ooh. coming your way. The people have spoken. Yes, Patreon punks specifically, they're looking for some buttons, and just this just this week got some three different buttons in. One that says Magpod for life. One that's a the Phantom Cackler design that we have on shirts. And Hell the yeah. other is the Werewolf Reclamation Project design. Yes. So we have three of those buttons coming yes. your way. So hopefully, yeah. I, I've already put all three on my denim jacket. Got to awesome. represent, represent the pod. Yeah. Get your, get your hands on those. Get your fingies on some sweet pins. Uh, John, speaking of getting your sweet fingies on things, uh-huh. if people want to use those sweet fingies to call and leave us a voicemail, nice. they, they can do that, 872-762-4763, 872-7MAGPOD. And there, we have a backlog of voicemails that we haven't listened to, primarily mm-hmm. because we're like, you guys, we're going to be doing spooky stuff. We want to keep it to the spooky stuff. Um, so... We have some voicemails from some of you guys, so we're going to listen to some of those. And here's one from back in September Mm. that I don't believe we've listened to. We'll see if we remember. (laughs) This is our girl, Jen Mandigo, a.k.a. Hey, Andrew and John. This is Dr. Chad. Um, I'm sick, so sounding a little bit more like Chad today (laughs) than usual. Um, I wanted to say that I know I haven't called in a long time, but I have been listening to every episode, and I enjoyed the discussion of Jimmy Eat World on the most recent one. I just finished it up. Um, I know it doesn't really fit with anything, but can we just talk about Jimmy Eat World? I really like them. And I think you're right about Bleed American being a perfect record. Um, One interesting thing 
that I remember is that it came out right around September 11th, uh, 2001. And for a period of time, they weren't allowed to play it on the radio. And they actually changed the name of the song and the album to just bleed. And I took out the word American on some of the copies of the record, which I thought was kind of weird. Um, also, another Jimmy World tidbit. They're one of the only non-shit bands that's actually from Phoenix. So um, mm. you hear about them a lot here. Um, my oldest kid is in this super bougie uh, kids' choir here in Phoenix. And he was telling me that there's this girl in his choir whose dad is in this band that's really popular with old people. And it turns out that that band is Jimmy Eat World. <laughs> so we are old people, but I think we already knew that. Anyway, just wanted to say, even though we haven't talked in a while, I love you both. Megpod for life. Love you too, Dr. Shad. Yes. I know that was like two months ago, so I'm assuming you are hopefully feeling better. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. So Jimmy uh, was amazing. They're amazing. Yes. Lead American. Perfect record. Agreed. I believe, if I'm remembering correctly, I think it just became like a self-titled. self-titled. Yeah, I don't remember I don't remember just Bleed. I remember them taking off Bleed American entirely, but maybe there were like multiple versions of it. Yeah. Um but that's it was so silly then. Yeah. <laughs> and it's silly now, but you know, there was there was a lot of sensitivity following 9/11, I guess, but Yeah. And yeah, it it was just their self-titled, I think, for a long time. I think it was eventually that it got back to Switch the, back. Yeah, I yeah. think so. Isn't it also like bleed American? Like you're so American, you bleed American. Like it's kind of in keeping with the sort of, you know, you'd see like a mural that says I bleed American or something. I so, bleed red, blue. All right. It's not like they were like, oh yeah, American blood. We love that or whatever. Weird time. Weird time. Perfect record. Yep. Thank you for weighing in, Jen. <laughs> Trying to think of uh, what other Arizona bands, you know, she said that like they're like the one big right. non-shitty uh arizona band well we were we were texting about the meat puppets and i know oh, yes. uh the brothers yes. meat are from phoenix um but i can't really i'm hard pressed to name any other phoenix bands i don't know I'll google it real quick i mean i guess do we want to say pedro <laughs> i mean sure I sure really i mean it's not counts -ish. Really sort of adjacent Oh, Gin Blossoms. There you oh, go. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. Well, I think that's sort of, it says uh, the lead singer grew up in Tempe. So I'm not sure how much they can really. Oh, he he died in Tempe. All right. Jesus. I brought up a sad thing. Um, yeah. That was a, that's a really bummer story. <laughs> yeah. It sure is. Uh, another great band. I don't know. I don't know any of these bands. I got to say. Um, uh, Chester from Lincoln Park spent several years in Phoenix. So, you know. <laughs> Got that, yeah, I guess. Let, Another let, sad story. Let's let's keep bringing up sad stories. <laughs> Sorry. Guess the moral of the story is Arizona is just a just is just concentrated sadness. Yeah, yeah. That's you know. For more along those themes, listen to the Phoenix record uh, by Pedro. Also, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. We do have, um, you know, of course, the Funk Junkies, Chronic Future, the Jetsons, Roger Klein, and the Pace, the Peacemakers. So you know. Some, oh, yes. some classics there. <laughs> I guess you're right, Jen. <laughs> yeah, big, you and me, big client heads. Yeah, for sure. That's season five. 
some Danny Stairs. Hmm. What is up, my beautiful boys? It's been a while, but it's <laughs> me, your boy, Danny Stairs. Um, you know, I, I, I heard the, the call out. I, I finally started listening to this season. Hey. Um, I, I heard the call out. Andrew was correct. Uh, Indy just isn't, isn't my scene. Uh, sure. So I, I kind of have this on the back burner. I made it through the first five episodes, and right. the uh, post games on those, or post game, the post show, whatever, post episode. Um, I wanted so desperately to like Pedro, uh, if for no other reason than in the first episode, the way John talked about um, his love of Pedro and 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 Bazan just in general and his work. I, I, I wanted that to be something I could experience too, and I couldn't. Uh, I, I gave it the, the old college try, but uh, it, it just wasn't for me. Um, I like, you know, just a, a little different style. Um, I think I texted Andrew when I was listening at some point and said this, that had I discovered this before MXPX, I probably would have been into it, but then that kind of broke me for a lot of other things. Yeah. Um, so unfortunately, I didn't get into it musically, lyrically, and the, the you know content was great. Uh, there were a lot of just beautifully written lyrics and, and the you know the, the metaphors and the you know it, it was all really interesting. And even just musically, just listening to his growth, you know, I could, I could see as his his musicianship got better, I, I could feel that, and it, you know, I, I could appreciate that, even though it never grew on me as you know, anything I really enjoyed. There were some songs that almost got me there, but on the whole, you know, it's, it, it just didn't apply to me. Um, but I'm happy that you, John, got to do this and, and talk about something that's so important to you. And I did find a lot of joy just in listening to you talk about it um, because, you know, that's, you know, something that brings me joy is listening to people talk about what makes them happy. Uh, so I really liked that. Um and then, um, you know, some of the lyrics, I, I, I think what really, one that just caught in my head is my kingdom for someone to rock with, or whatever, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and that one really hit me as a guy who's, you know, a single guy. That's always a, a, a thing I weigh in my mind, is would I give up my kingdom, my freedom, for someone to ride with? Mm-hmm. And, you know, until I find someone who I would... I, you know, I'm joining. I'm enjoying my kingdom, but uh, hopefully someday I find that uh, that person to ride with. Uh, but anyhow, uh, keep up the great work, Magpie for life. Toodaloo, motherfuckers. Thank you, buddy. The all too rare Danny voicemail. Yeah. is also extremely sincere. I love very, it. Very thoughtful. Very. Uh, I appreciate that he gave it the old college try as it were. Absolutely. Absolutely, man. Thank you for, uh, you know, trying something that you knew wasn't for you sticking with it for a while. Um, even when, uh, even when it wasn't working and I, I really appreciate you saying that buddy about, um, about finding joy in, in my finding joy in it. Um, you know, we are a I couple joy boys after all, it's true. It's true. Um, there was great joy to be found in our Pedro, uh, coverage for me as well as great sadness, which we touched on a little recently where like, <laughs> yeah. especially these couple recent Pedro records uh, exploring his childhood in such ways as yellow bike, which Danny mentioned, you know, the refrain of my kingdom for someone to ride with really um, got us in our feels about thinking about our own childhood and 
self-parenting and all that. Um, but yeah, that's a, that's a line and an idea that has always really hit me. And obviously he's, you know, doing the thing there, but he did a lot on those records where he's like talking about being lonely as a kid, but really talking about, you know, himself today, um, being sad as like a solo dude out on the road for that long and kind of wanting to get, uh, the band back together. So I love it for the sort of dual purposes of that, but, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a, there's those, those records pack an emotional punch, perhaps even if you're not connecting with them on sort of a, a musical level. So, yeah. And I won't necessarily fault anybody for not connecting with Pedro on a musical level, especially for those very much rooted in the yeah. punk scene. Yeah. Like, yeah, maybe a little slow and not, but the fact that Danny, listened and yeah. comprehended and like the the blue lyrics and gave that some thought i think i think that's really cool for sure it's not something that a lot of people would no. do uh special guy that danny stairs it's true it's true Ooh, i've got hmm. our boy bobby g Ooh. hey andrew and hey john it's your boy bobby g robert good at him and yeah that's me with some news for you about fun is best and Bob Iron Frenzy, because they're the best. <laughs> All right, so this is take two, because full disclosure, I tried calling earlier, and I totally messed up my voicemail. So, um, Furnace Fest, uh, today, at the time that I'm calling it, it's Thursday night, and Furnace Fest starts tomorrow. I'm going to be going on Saturday, and I can't wait. Shout out to Shadow Producer Jason and everybody for making uh, Furnace Fest possible. But, man... I'm excited because this morning I woke up to a Facebook message from Brad, which is weird because he's dead, I thought. But <laughs> Brad messaged me this morning and asked if I could sit in on trumpet on Renegades because they needed to fill out the horn sound a little bit, make it nice and big. Oh, shit. And uh, I think that's a song that his son sat in on when they played in Denver. So yes, it's great to uh, pretend to be Brad's son for, for an evening, I suppose. Um no, but I've been a fan for like 25 years, and I am so excited. Five Iron is my favorite band, hands down. Uh, their only competition is the Beatles. I got to be friends um, through Leonor a couple of years ago when I was playing horn with uh, Tyson. Uh, but I'm just, I'm so excited, and I want to share this with you guys. So I'm going to call again after the whole experience happens. But as a fan and as a, a professional trumpet player uh it's just an absolute lifelong dream come true so um here's to you guys for helping to you know build that friendship between myself and, and five iron and for this amazing community that you guys are, are helping build and that furnace fest is like reinforcing and i'm just so thrilled that uh all of us weird church kids like uh, post-punk music and stuff can get together and and in 2022 there's still so much magic happening so you know oh, yeah. what that means it means mag pod for life all right bye Bobby thank you buddy um dreams do love, come true dreams do come true love to hear that love to hear an O canada uh to the tune of uh, voicemail um now I think we know what happened with this, right? I think, um, I think so. 
I think um, we got another voicemail coming, but my understanding is they had some technical difficulties during the set and Renegades was one of the songs that they had to lose. Oh no. Which is sad and perhaps he'll explain more. Yeah. I also want to call out uh, favorite bands, Five Iron Frenzy and the Beatles, Big Two, mm-hmm. as everybody everybody says. It's it's really hard to... Is that what he said? Yeah. He said that it's his fav- Five Iron Frenzy's all-time favorite band only you know next to like, okay and to the beatles like i mean it's pretty good pretty good duo <laughs> i'll know, take it's, it it's it's a toss-up for most people like <laughs> yeah i don't know um let's let's hear what bobby has to say here hey it's boy bobby g uh, i'm here at furnace fest in birmingham alabama and it has been an amazing day it's saturday and uh fiber and frenzy played today and as I mentioned in the previous email that you may or may not have played, um, I was invited uh, to join the band for Renegades. So um, it's been an interesting day. There were some technical difficulties, and the band had to cut two songs short because of uh, all of that. So Renegades didn't happen, but they were so kind. Um, I just got to hang out with the, the band, and they gave me a VIP wristband, and Got to see Pedro the Lion side stage, yeah. uh, Five Iron side stage, but I also jumped in the pit, and <laughs> Blind Side side stage, mm. and um, got to hang with the crew and just have a great time catching up with all the members of Five Iron Frenzy, who uh, remain wonderful people. So yeah, uh, it, it hasn't exactly gone according to plan, but I have absolutely nothing to complain about because uh, I'm here at Furnace Fest. And I got to hang out with a band that has meant so much to me for most of my life at this point. And uh, I'm floating in a community of of people who grew up on the same music I did, uh, just reacting so passionately to these amazing songs from all these super cool bands. Anyway, um, Furnace Fest is amazing. Everyone should go. Shout out to shadow producer Jason and everybody involved in making this happen. Shout out to Five yes. Frenzy for uh, inviting me to take part. It's been a great night, Magpod for life. Um, S- sorry that, that yeah didn't work out, but you know, yeah, your point stands. Yeah, absolutely. They're all great. They're all great people. Yes. Uh, what a what a way to spend a day. Yeah. Watching Five Iron and Pedro and Blindside from the side of the stage and Hell yeah. getting in that pit, mixing it up. Yeah. I'm extremely jealous of everybody who made yes. it down there because what a lineup. I know. One of these years, one of these years we'll make it. Now, a year that contains both Pedro and Fiverr and some are saying we should have been there this year. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> couldn't do that this year, but many people are saying <laughs> we, we, we need to do this at some point, but Yes, I, I appreciate you, uh, Robert, talking about, you know, we talk a lot about the specialness of the scene, and I think uh, the elements of it that uh, we talk about when we do say that are present in, you know, the continued vibes of Furnace Fest and the folks related to it and Magpod Nation and all that, special people all around. So I'm very glad that you got to be part of that. Really sad that you did not get to play. I mean, it rules that Brad reached out to you to play uh, on that song. That song rules. It would have been awesome. I'm bummed that they had technical difficulties and had to cut some great stuff. Um, but, you know, that sounds like it would have been super cool. Now, 
Yes, Brad invited his son. He invited Robert. I've mentioned on the pod, I played a little trumpet in my band. Um, just saying, Five Iron, when you booked that Chicago show, which I mm. assume is going to happen at some point here, when you get me up on that stage blowing on that horn, I won't I won't uh, say no. Have I played in the last 15 years or so? No, but that's not going to stop me. I'll get up there and it'll be great. Um, but yeah, that that uh, that sounds awesome. I, I You could hear sort of the change in, in the tone of his voice between voicemails, so I kind of felt bad that he did not get to yeah. realize the dream but he did get to realize a version of the dream so at least there's that yeah so we also got an email from our boy joel hang Hartsey, who we've had on the bod yes who did end up sharing some of his some tracks from one of the bands that he was in that he was a bass player in back in the late 90s the boxcar children mm-hmm. so he said i'm really proud of the writing for, of writing the riff for full-fledged and the background vocals on paper airplane the bass playing i'm less proud of so let's check out the riff the riffage on full-fledged yes Ooh. good riffage there some good riffage uh it definitely has some uh when i come around <laughs> yeah green day it's guitar do, that do, guitar do, sound yeah classic sort of you know pop punk chord definitely structure there 90s pop punk. yeah yeah the rules i don't think you need to feel bad about the bass playing sounded fine to me definitely great. sounds great yeah should we hear some uh some paper what were airplane? Gonna say? yeah paper airplane Ooh. Another classic uh, chord progression there. Ooh. Is this Nirvana? Yeah, right? Pretty That's dope. really fun. Yeah. Hey, man. Well done. Um, 
Nice work. Uh, you should feel good about those background vocals. Those, those sounded great. Yeah, it sounded, sound, sounds good. I mean, 17, 18, that sounds great, yeah. dude. Yeah, that rules. Um, I don't know what that reminds me of exactly, but it's sort of like the impossibles. I get a little bit of vibes of the, the background vocals that they did. Um, maybe some like old goatee hook. I don't know. It reminds me of something, but uh, yeah. I like it. Definitely of that of that sort of tooth and nail, mm-hmm. 1997 uh offspring sure. green day kind of kind of vibe yeah. um uh, and then he, also he had another band his, yeah biltus yeah uh so biltus he said was his more serious band that he was in when he was a little older right yeah so check out some biltus okay This is really that. I mean, this We're is into it, man. Yeah, that that is the the structure of that song. All yeah. of the different elements layered yeah. in there. There's a lot going on. There's going there's on. surprising turns and twists and yeah, good key action. Some yeah, good man. Keys and synths. That's a uh, that's Fun Joel on vocals. Riffage. Little bass riffage. Joel on vocals on that song. He sounds good. Um, yeah, that's a little bit by Biltus. Um, a little bit of what though? What's Gwen Just getting? Just a little the bit. I don't know. Uh Gwen. For that barbecue. She getting she getting some booze? That could she, be. She getting some more hot dog buns? Do they run out of hot dog buns? <laughs> getting some uh getting some what's some stuff that Gwen Stefani would get? Some bindies? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> some sparkly bindies. <laughs> you always need those at your barbecue. Yeah. Um, that was great. Um well done, Joel. Well done. Uh, so the first one was, yeah, he was the teenager. This one, he was 25. Uh, yeah. I think you should be, you should be pleased with that. You know, some good, uh, speaking of Beatles, some interesting sort of pop rock uh, experimentation there, not For unlike sure. our dudes in PFR. For sure. Um, who I don't know if you ever did a full recap of your PFR experience on the pod. We'll, we'll get some more, we'll get to some pod for rain content eventually but do you want to do you want to say anything briefly about that 
it was it was it was amazing. I think I talked about it a little bit when we did, did you? our okay secret our, barn uh, Halloween hang that we did with the Patreon. yes yes it was truly a, a wild evening because it's like they got these guys haven't played together right. live in like a decade right and they all sounded so good mm-hmm. and I was just really impressed with how how tight they were and how vocally they were just re- just right on yeah and um yeah it was it was fun it was you know a really small venue in a barn on one of the uh dudes farms mm-hmm. his farm in like the middle of nowhere and it was really fun um hope to hope to get him on the pod hope to yes talk pfr at some point because i think there's a lot to a lot to discuss there and yeah very Beatles adjacent for sure. Um, a lot, a lot of melodies to love with these mm-hmm. guys. Talented crew. Yeah. Um, and I know they had an extra guitar player with them for at least some of it live, but I'm always, that was always my impression of them was like, I can't believe that all this sound is coming out of three people. Um, and the videos that you sent me and shared with me really backed that up. They still sounded great. We might have to throw up some of those photos and videos on, on the yeah. socials for people to I see. Think so. I think so. Anyway, good songs, Joel. Um, I believe we also have a song, the Patreon punk Eric Gentry mentioned. Eric, a part of many bands, uh, including the Adorkables. Um, but he mentioned that there was uh, a project that he did where he and fellow Patreon punk Meg uh, both sang background vocals on. Uh, so he sent us that track, and uh, I think we're going to hear some of that. Secret Messages. I believe the um, the background vocal, like the big vocal part, comes at, toward the end of the song. Okay, let's check out this little bit here. The, yeah, just a little bit. <laughs> All right, let's see. If we Pretty rad. Fast forward to the end. We speak in code or secret messages. I guess I should have known that it would come to this. Come to this. There we go. That rules. A brief way around a melody. Sure does. Brief little multi vocal part section there. But uh, yeah, we should say this is Adam Behan, B E H A N. um, And he was a bandmate of Eric's and the Adorkables. 
he's from monterey like meg like eric um so yeah that was great uh some great sort of power poppy melodies on on this episode uh so well done magpod nation indeed all right we got a voicemail from brock what's up magnified pod this is brock in salem uh just calling up with a quick report of uh, (laughs) a wonderful week that i spent in denver seeing five iron frenzy um I, I did message Jason from Unoriginal Vinyl about a comment he'd made, I think, on another podcast about a Christian music store, or sorry, Christian bookstore, with a Christian music room. Uh, and, man, it was great. I found shelves and shelves and shelves of things, including a flying cart sampler with cool little um, dialogue snippets and things mixed into the tracks. Uh, very unique. Very cool. I spent $55. Uh, I did see Reese before the show. I bought him a shot of Fireball to help his vocal cords. Uh, I met Micah before the show. He thought that I was not real. He thought I was uh, an alternate personality uh, for Reese Roper in online message boards, and it turns out I'm real, and it blew his mind. It was fun. Uh, Planet Smashers opened the show. It was a great show. Uh, I skanked so hard that I broke my foot. Uh, I've confirmed with my doctors, and I had (laughs) six to eight weeks without skanking before I am done, I suppose. Uh, So that was kind of a bummer, but I was there with wonderful people and uh, got to see Five Iron, and Five Iron's set was flawless, even with even with the Rickles, even with the Wharf, it was flawless. It was a fantastic evening, fantastic event. So, uh, whoever's going to see him at Furnace Fest, enjoy. It's going to be, it's going to be fun. Uh, hey, uh, Magpod for life. That's right. Thanks, and Brock. People who saw them in Denver and saw them <laughs> Furnace in Furnace Fest. Fest. Yeah. And we got very- nothing, baby. Here you and me are just a couple yep. jabrones not seeing <laughs> Five Iron. Not seeing where are these shows? Five Iron. Uh, that's my question. Um, yes, we did share some of this already from the uh, from the messages that Brock sent us about his evening, but it was good yeah. to hear a little more filled out there. Um, Brock did us in Micah's defense. Does sound like a name that Reese would make up, um, but you are real, so we appreciate that. Um, yes, thanks, folks, for sharing. Your thoughts from that weekend sounded rad. Um, oh. <laughs> Some stapling, maybe? Some pregnant pauses. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh amazing big room sound yeah good good echo good trailing off now we should say he he did fit that in before actual halloween but we had recorded our halloween episode before that so thank you fatum cackler for your final halloween cackle great content all month (laughs) we Uh, needed uh we needed to fit that one in since we're we're definitely not gonna forget (laughs) no that was perfect yeah um speaking of speaking of content john yes so we just we just hung out last weekend yes got the i made my way out to palatine kristen and i did because we saw carly ray jepson yeah for the second time this year (laughs) yes we did and it's always a good decision if you can see carly ray yes you do it you know and 
there's there's two rules. When someone asks if you're a god, you say yes. <laughs> and if you can see Carly Rae Jepsen, you see her. Uh-huh. That's what I live by. Um Ghostbusters, anybody? Oh yeah, I was like, I, what's that from again? <laughs> Ray, when someone asks you if you're a god, you say yes. Right, of course. Anyway, while we were while we were out there, we were going out to brunch at the Chicago Diner in Logan Square. And we are walking by this sort of convenience store. Mm-hmm. And out of the corner of my eye, I was like, I saw the Warheads logo. And lo and behold, hmm. they were Warheads energy drinks. Yes. So, well, these were just sodas, I believe. Were they? Weren't they? I think oh, the, the Starbucks was the energy drinks. Starburst. The Warheads was sour soda. Not, um, not, not Starbucks, Starburst. Sorry, we're confused on everything. Um, yes. But yeah, we, we were not aware that Warheads sodas existed. So yeah, we needed so them in our life. Sodas. But in addition to that, you you did have two Starburst energy drinks mm-hmm. from like a year ago. No, something. no, it was from this summer. Was it from this summer? Okay. Yeah. But, you know, they'd been sitting in the fridge since summertime waiting for you. I wasn't going to have one of those by myself. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, you got... So we had to... We had to uh, take take these and make some content out of them. Of course. So after waiting for so long, uh, we had to finally crack open these long-awaited <laughs> beverages. So let's take take a listen to our recap of tasting some of these delicious bevies. Should we uh, do magic table? Oh yeah, we should. This is this is what we did for when we when we watched <laughs> opening up my that, table that there. Was, that was you e- still live here, right? Yeah, that was an evening that started. That was the evening that we, when, when John and I started doing the that rap air horn. <laughs> yeah, but that was when we first started doing that. We watched an episode of Fixer Upper. Mm-hmm. Is Mike Carrera and his wife. I've seen the episode. Oh, okay. Prior to. Okay. Yeah. This. Is our partners weighing in reluctantly? So I'm going <laughs> to yeah. this one to open for that. Yeah, because I don't think Audio this is. Yeah. Ooh, there it is. All right, we got. Are you recording? Yes, yeah. I am. Okay. We're forcing pod content on you. Let's get <laughs> in here. Share your Ooh, John, smell it. Smell the smell that cherry. We got some Starburst C four energy drinks. It smells like Starburst Plus energy drink. It sure does. So nothing nothing pairs with Starburst energy drinks quite like Necco wafers. That's true. <laughs> um, oh, did you start recording? Already? Yeah, I sure did. Oh man, I just had a flashback to high school. Where we ran out of change, so we used Necco wafers to get through a toll booth, and they worked. It's amazing, <laughs> so, by the way. Life hacks. Maybe that's yeah. their one good purpose. Yeah. It tricked them. All right, John. Do you remember the flavor profiles or colors of these? I believe white is cinnamon, dark purple is licorice. So we should say that. In addition to the C4 energy drinks, uh-huh. I did bring some Necco wafers. Yes, you did. To, for you to enjoy. 
This is a perfect communion. Uh, clove is maybe light purple. Okay, so this looks like a... Is that a dark purplish? I think so. Is it dark enough? Maybe. Uh, maybe you, try a little bit. Well, you, you, I was eating these blind on the pod, and... They're really a crack ear. <laughs> wow. Now, our listener, Garrett, um, said you can't bite them. you got to suck them. That's... That means you have to. I'm smelling clove. Is that what is that what's happening? I think this is clove. Okay, because I could. It's not even. You're you're full like two feet from my face. Yeah. I, if they weren't recording, I would talk to you about how good this is. Well, you guys gotta get in here. I'm pouring some for everyone. Gross. All right, the Starburst <laughs> C4 in it. John, you've had these Starburst Energy C4s. <laughs> I have been sharing at them in our fridge. Like a year. I've been wanting, I've been wanting us to try them. And to be fair, man, I didn't know that I wasn't allowed to drink them, so we're really lucky that I didn't just. You think you would have cracked one open? I could. All right, I think I'm getting a licorice now. Um, sounds gross. <laughs> I'm like, I'm, God, God. I'm sorry, these are these are trash. <laughs> no good. This what? is wintergreen, I think. You need to find the lime, man, because that was the one. What is this? It's so dark. <laughs> I don't it, have the patience to suck on them. Is it chocolate? That's oh, chocolate. Yeah, it's so. It's not bad actually. It's, but it's an unsettling texture. I like this is licorice. You can hear the dog snoring in the background. Oh, that's licorice. That one's good. <laughs> Gross. I support that, dude. So, all right, let me. Well, that one's good. I like that. Um, There's never that was like the one licorice I see. Alright. So loud. Sounds it just sounds like you're chewing on gravel. <laughs> Bones, yeah. Um I would also like to apologize to everyone for joking about chewing into the microphone because now that I hear it, it truly does sound disgusting. So sorry everybody. Yeah, our... winter green. Mm. We have our reluctant pod partners here. <laughs> Yep. And hey, I am being a really good Instagram husband right now. Okay, thanks. I didn't request it, but I accept it. Um, you never send me those pictures, by the way. No, I gotta get those pictures. We know, Andrew, that you are a pink boy, and I'm a red rider. Chocolate. Chocolate's pretty good, I feel like. It's decent. I hate them all. It's, they're so hard. I'm so worried that I'm gonna crack a tooth. I know, man. They really are. I guess that's why you have to suck on them. They're so hard that you have to suck them. Yep. It's like, but but when you, if you suck on them, do they get Shut less? Shut up. Nope. Nope. <laughs> Where's the dark purple? Hey, I would just like to state for the record, <laughs> we weren't the ones that yeah, said it, it was, sounded it was super sexual. The ladies talking about. Yeah. Uh, so don't get mad at us because we yeah. we yes anded your sexual joke. <laughs> Right, we're just talking candy. If this you is, if you hear this, us talking about how hard candy is that you have to suck on it, that's you know that's on you. That's on, that's you. on you. All right, so mm, I think that was the orange. I'm I'm not a fan. No, I do really like the liquor one, but to wash these down, so gross. I've had, I've had more than enough neck of wafers <laughs> this for year in life. Um, but we have here. Uh, Starburst C4 energy drinks, mm -hmm. superhuman performance, um, with carnosin and beta power. 
It's so it's you know what it's the hell? Yeah, I don't want I don't want a beta. I want I want I want alpha. I'm, uh, you're a beta cuck, John. These are for simps. They uh <laughs> they contain zero percent juice in case there was any concern about that. Yeah. Um, so no, it it contains hundred percent estrogen. Alright. Should we start should we start with uh, the strawberry or the cherry? We should start with the pink. Alright, so pink boys. Gus is weighing in over there as well. <laughs> oh, jeez. Um, so we determined there's how much? Well, uh, I was wrong. I was. It's it's 200 milligrams of caffeine, which seems to be pretty standard for an energy drink. Okay. Still probably more caffeine than we would like right now. Yeah. Um, but we're going to start off with the, the pink here. Yeah. And see if it's up to your pink boy standards. Why is it clear? Oh, yeah. <laughs> It is clear. Question. I feel wow. yeah. I feel like most no. energy drinks are not. I don't know. Maybe maybe the Starburst. Maybe they're going the natural route. They're like mm. we're not no arti nothing artificial. Yeah. Just the beta power. You know. <laughs> I thought that I've already got enough beta power. I thought there'd be <laughs> a pink hue to it. But anyway, cheers. Cheers. Cheers, everybody. Pink boys. I'm gonna finish my delicious. Thing. Whoa. Oh my god. <laughs> For zero sugar, it sure tastes. It's so sweet. I feel like I have a toothache already. Yeah, that is so sweet. And after eating Neko, okay. and after eating Neko no. wafers, it's like, it really hits you with flavor and sweetness. Does it taste like a pink Starburst? What do we think? It it kind of, sort of, but it mostly just oh. tastes. It tastes like, sugar. It tastes like sh sugar. artificial. There's also like, it like one of those freeze pops. yeah, mm. but it also like I was I was anticipating yeah. something that had like I thought it was gonna have a little bite or something yeah, like no bite like a like a monster or right, something right. like that has a little bit of effervescence. This has this just tastes like like Energy. like like a a melted freezer pop. Only not as good. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say uh, thumbs down on this one. Yeah, this is this does not get the pink boy a seal of approval. Mm. No, that's gross. I don't, well, I'm gonna move on to pouring some cherry here. Yeah, for all my red riders, and see if it lives up to. Yep. I'll just have a there. sip. I need a little. I need a little red spectations. Yeah. Who's gonna have some red? <laughs> Did I, was... we're, we're just trying so hard to get to get some group participation yeah zero interest um <laughs> what was jenny teacher? drinking what was jenny drinking that she kept saying was so delicious i don't remember i don't know either but this was also at night <laughs> yeah, we're was like trying to be like you guys want some energy drinks <laughs> <laughs> true generous this seems this seems um this has a very similar aroma it does <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Not a big smell difference there. Yeah. Um, all right, well, cheers. If, <laughs> if you told me <laughs> that the these were the thing. exact same thing. It's slightly more cherry-ish than the strawberry It is, one, so it is. For that reason, I like it more as a Red Rider, but neither of these taste very much like Starburst. I don't know. Is just throwing this out there is there potential that it's being in your fridge for the last year degrade <laughs> degraded the quality i think it was summertime so maybe more like six months but um oh no these are supposed to be good through next year yeah. so so i'll just uh 
tape up the top and save it. <laughs> no, I don't think I'll be uh, consuming any more Starburst C4. You're not a thirsty, thirsty for more? Thirsty for more? $10. Something. They're $10? No. No, you get $10 towards... If you join C4 Rewards... I feel like dizzy from this, so... Oh, honey. I think that's enough for me. Yeah, I don't... I don't need superhuman beta power or whatever. <laughs> um, at 9 o'clock at night? No. This patented form of beta alanine has been clinically shown to fight fatigue and improve muscular endurance. So, you know, when you're putting in a workout, reach for a pink Starburst C4 and see what happens. Yeah, I, I normally think for my my health and nutrition needs, I think of uh, products uh, associated with explosives. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, well, thumbs down to both of these. Yeah. Uh, thumbs down to NECA wafers, except for the black licorice, which I'm about to enjoy. Uh, no... Necco wafers. Where's the lime? That's what I want to know. Don't sponsor us. It's so Is this lime or wintergreen? <laughs> um, I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. <laughs> uh, final thoughts? Anybody? No, thank you. <laughs> All right. Well, as Kristen pushes away the energy drink. Um, <laughs> Starburst, you wouldn't sponsor us, so we don't need you anyway. Yeah. Uh, All the free advertising we gave you for years. Yeah. Your energy drink is trash, yep. and you should feel bad. <laughs> Case closed. Case closed. However, mm. a little redemption, John. Mm, yes. <clears throat> All right, so there's nothing like a post-Carly Ray <laughs> sour beverage. Mm. Um, Kristen was so in bed at this point. Yeah. The, C4 Starburst energy mm -hmm. drinks, maybe mm -hmm. not as. No. Two thumbs down. Two thumbs down. But, but... spotted these today. Yes. On Our... the way to brunch. Yes. Andrew saw through the window. Warheads, sour sodas. So we're back with another taste test. We got some watermelon, green apple, blue raspberry. And... I feel like we got to start with watermelon because I feel like. Those are going to be maybe that's going to, in my mind, that's going to be the weakest okay. of the three. Well, we were just saying Warheads, great candy. Yes. Perhaps uh, under, undersung? Yeah. That is a, an aroma. Oh man, that's pretty good. Is it? Cheers. Ooh. I'm digging it. So, already immediately a billion times better. For sure. Do you think it has to do with the fact that it's fresh? It may play a role, but <laughs> that other stuff just tastes like energy drink. <laughs> I mean, I feel like when we're talking sugary beverages, the concept of something being fresh is kind of... Fair. You know... We did just crack these open today, though. Yeah. But I'm gonna say that's good. Yes, yeah, I hit. I'm gonna give it another, another little swig. Tastes a little like a, you know, watermelon Jolly Rancher. It does. It's not. It's not. It's not Warhead sour. No. But that's good. 
Jenny weighing in from the chair over there recommended mixing these with vodka, which I think Ooh. would be a good idea. <laughs> oh boy, green this apple is up the green next. Green apple. Oh man. It's pouring a nice green. I, I'm, I can already tell you that this is going to be. Oh baby, this is going to be a winner. Mm. Down the hatch. Yep. <clears throat> That's just what you want it to be. It yeah. tastes exactly like a green apple candy. Yep. Yeah. In soda form. Delightful. Yeah. Jenny's laughing at us. Well, also, thinking of warheads, you, these aren't anywhere as sweet as those Starburst ones. No. Those sure. ones, even though those ones were, weren't those ones sugar-free? Yeah. Yeah, those were really weird. It still seemed really sugary. Yeah, seemed really nice. sugary, seemed really sweet. These are a nice balance of sour and sweet. Yeah. It says, my flavor-packed sour soda will blow your mind and taste buds away. Thanks, Wally. Thanks, Wally. Um, Zero percent juice in these two, in case you were concerned about that. So, blue, ra blue raspberry. All right. Many people are saying that they should work <clears throat> with some brewery to make these into Ooh. weird beers. Sour beers. I like that idea a lot. Man, this is... Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> that looks like antifreeze. That, anti that, <laughs> that is, is windshield blue. wiper fluid. Thank you. That is electric blue. Oh, boy. All right. There we go. Round three. That's good. That's good. I mean, it tastes exactly like a blue raspberry candy. Yep. Um, also, many people are saying we should mix all three together. Oh, I like that idea too. <laughs> so, got some blue raspberry. Yeah. Got some green apple. What was that called? Suicide? Yeah. <laughs> not very, not very. Is that uh, age, Mom? <laughs> no. Um, all right, mixing all three. Pretty good. Pretty good. No complaints. Three for three. No, I really, I really like all these. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I, these are hits. I feel like we get can fully give this a Magpot endorsement. I think so. Warheads, please sponsor us. Um, mm. you know, fair amount of uh, sugar and uh, carbs and calories in there, but you know, <laughs> lots of sugar. What do you expect? It's liquid candy. It's liquid sugar. You get what you pay for. How would you rank them? Ooh. In terms of, I think I gotta go sour. The green apple's gotta go first. I think you're right. Um, I gotta taste watermelon again, though. Yeah. Taste this blue raz again. I think. Yeah. Is this the order? I agree. Yep. Yeah, green apple, blue raspberry, watermelon. That's it. Yeah. But they're all good. All good. But if, too bad there's not a grape. No. Be, there might be more out there. No, I didn't see, there, there's a cherry, I believe. No grape daddy this evening. Alright. Yep. Cheers to our heads. Yep. Great stuff. It's an elating content we have there. <laughs> our energy levels are a little down on the second day. It was significantly later. It's post show. We were trying to be the quieter. Um, yes, they, they were delightful. We highly recommend. Sour soda. The two we didn't taste, yes, were black cherry and lemon. Perhaps we'll seek those out uh, and try black them at some point. Good. Does grape would be good? You're right. Um, and I'm seeing here 
Andrew Warheads produced uh, in Janesville, Wisconsin, just over the border. It's about an hour from here. Uh, Impact Confections. So interesting. Impact, get at us, uh, sponsor us. Um, Should we take a trip to the candy factory and make some connections? I think so. Can we um, give Paul Ryan the finger while we're there? Yeah, we can definitely do that. Uh, Janesville, home to Paul Ryan and the largest Culver's in the world. Um, <laughs> can I can I tell you can I tell you about that Culver's? Yes, please. So we it was quite the topic of conversation on our drive oh. because they have billboards for it. Yes, and it's kind of just a regular Culver's. And you're like, oh man, <laughs> you can easily drive by it, yeah, and not even think that this is anything but an average. And like the one thing that Kristen found on the website was like they have like like a conference room or like some sort of business uh-huh. center of some kind. I like, would totally have an office out of Culver's. That sounds great. If you're like you're like, oh I need to have like an office, you know, we need to have like a business meeting. We gotta go get our you know our <laughs> butter burgers or something at, at Culver's. Hey, shout out to Culver's for having for being one of the few places to have a veggie burger on their menu. If you're doing a road trip and you're looking for fast food, not a lot of places going to offer veggie burgers. So shout out to them just for that. Um, you know, but it's I, also shout out to Culver's for being like, because in, if, if you think about it, every, every restaurant chain out there has a largest, whatever mm-hmm. <laughs> chain restaurant for their for their for that fast food establishment the culprits right. is the one that's calling it out because who's going to be like hey guys you want to go like to the largest subway <laughs> right like, right zero people care about that no uh, you want to you want to go to you want to go to the biggest culvers you want to get yourself some custard maybe uh perhaps a veggie burger um but you know to get back to warheads briefly yes yes so they're made by Impact Confections, I mentioned. Now, you hear a name like that. We've talked about Starburst being owned by Mars. Mars, a massive company that produces you know, dozens of, of big-time candies. So you might think the same thing. I'm checking out Impact Confections. Andrew, all they make is warheads and different kinds of warheads, as well as uh, Melster Circus Peanuts, which are you know those peanut candies, which I could- Gross take or leave um probably leave but they also make melster's peanut butter kisses which are those like orange and black wrapped oh my um, god peanut butter treats and those are delightful so they, um, they make everything that's trash minus the foreheads <laughs> yeah well I, I i don't mind those little peanut butter candies uh you know they're not top of the list but anyway that's all that they make so we, I, we gotta we gotta find this they're a brand of a sour confectionery uh, as well as these two Melster products. So we, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna do my own research here. I'm gonna I'm gonna go to the I'm gonna suggest a business meeting at the largest Culver's uh, <laughs> conference room with some folks from Impact Infections, and we're gonna make some deals happen. Oh yeah, we are. Um, if we do, I would consider that a win. And we've got some other winners to talk about tonight. Talking about that winner circle, John. That's right. Quitters never win, uh, and we haven't done the winner circle in a while. It's been a while. 
And uh, you know, I can think we I think we can safely say Warhead Sour Sodas winners. Also wanted to briefly mention as we're recording this, we're coming just out of the midterm elections uh, with some literal winners. Um, still on the verge uh, as we record of of learning uh, which way the Senate's going to tip. Nevada looks good. Arizona looks good, but still nervous. Um, I yeah. keep seeing all this stuff about, you know, once we get in, you know, these hundred thousand mail-in votes for Cortez Masto, things will really change. And I'm like, oh, he's still up like two points and there's like 80% in. So I don't know. Hopefully things move in our direction and we don't all have a heart attack waiting for Georgia again. Um, oh my God. The fact that <laughs> the fact that people legitimately went to the polls and like and thought, oh, Herschel Walker, that is a reasonable choice. Yeah, he seems like a cool guy. Oh my gosh. I I mean, I don't care if he played for the Vikings. I don't care. No. I'm the only thing I care about is like in I mean this in all like an all sincerity, not as like a joke. Like, is that dude's brain okay? Like I just worry about anybody who is a professional football player yeah. at that age, like, especially from back in the day, man, like yeah, that the research and the, in the, in like the helmets and stuff from, you know, decades ago, not yeah. what it is now. And the, the dude is, he's a very weird dude. And, <laughs> yes. And I just wonder if he's, you know, I just, I just worry about like the, that kind of traumatic brain injury that, and I'm, again, I'm not trying to be like an asshole or anything, but just like, sure. just listening to this guy talk, you're like, yeah, you definitely probably took some hits. We, we've come to expect a certain level of incomprehension in the post-Trump world from our politicians, but yeah, this guy truly brings um, <laughs> the uh, incomprehensible. Yeah possible senator uh yeah. to a whole new level yeah um as opposed to you know the person who is the longtime pastor of martin luther king's church and has been active in the community for a very long time and is a very smart person anyway um yeah fingers crossed uh, uh that uh Raphael warnock remains in the senate but i'm bringing fetterman. this all up to fetterman hey yeah good good night Yes. For a dude. Good night for Pennsylvania. Oh Good God, night I just overall. I can't um, imagine what it would have been like to just have to have Dr. Oz hear, as a senator. Hear Dr. Oz bloviate for yeah. Yeah. years. Oh, unbearable. He'd be like, if I could, members of the Senate, uh, Mr. President, uh, this new product I've got is really going to pass this Senate uh, bill forward. And it's an amazing uh, snake oil. I don't know, whatever. I can't, it's not funny, but you know what I'm saying? Yes. <laughs> he sucks. He sucks. Um, He's a peace man. out. Uh, chill in your New Jersey mansion. Stay out of Pennsylvania. Um, anyway, overall, a good night. Um, you know, still, still perilously close to, uh, yeah. to finding out what happens with the balance of power, but um, not the, uh, not the red wave that everybody expected. Um, but anyway, what I was going to mention specifically was something a little closer to home, a literal winner. Uh, what I was most excited about in my election, because in Illinois, you know, pretty much everything I voted for passed and there wasn't much tension around that. Um, but I was able to cast my vote for Nabila Syed, who is uh, 
who was running for uh, state rep in my district, and she won. Hell yeah. Uh, she flipped the district blue. She is a 23-year-old Muslim uh, woman of South Asian descent. She will be the youngest member of the Illinois General Assembly. She'll be, I think, only the second uh, person of South Asian descent to be in the Illinois General Assembly. So she is just rad. Uh, I mentioned to you guys that when she came to the door, because she knocked on every door in her district, which rules, um, she saw my Phoebe Ridgers shirt and was like, cool shirt. And I was like, oh, this this is a politician I can get behind. Um, <laughs> anyway, she, she's really great. And she was running against a middle-aged white guy who, um, you know, not great in my opinion. And she flipped it. She won by five points. Um, so much respect to her, much respect to members of Gen Z who were sworn into Congress uh, at a national level and at local levels and state legislatures. And uh, it's just really encouraging to see uh, young folks uh, like our now uh, representative elect Syed uh, really engaged and excited to um, shape uh, a world that is crumbling before our eyes. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I was very, very pumped about that win and I would like to call her out for being a member of the winner's circle. Um, I would also like to mention a second one, which is the band Soul Glow, Ooh, yeah. which I don't know if we've talked about this on pod or if it was on, if it was off mic, but you had recommended them to me yes. earlier this year. I had not heard of them before that. You played me just a little clip and I was like, ooh, I'm <laughs> writing this down because this connects. And I listened to the record and I was like, this absolutely rules. Um, you know, we check in with each other occasionally about our top 10 albums list, which we make throughout the year and, and we'll get to next month. Um, but it's, it's, it's solidly on my list. And the more that I listen, the higher it, it rises on that list. So I, I feel very confident about it being among those albums. Um, been listening to it a lot. It rules. They are hardcore band from Philadelphia some obvious sort of bad brains influences, but I think what's so exciting about them is they're so eclectic. There's a hip hop influence. There are ska elements. There are more traditional punk elements. They're very much a hardcore band, but there's metal aspects. There's even like some synthy psychedelic stuff in there. Occasionally they just, they cover so much ground. There's so much energy in it. Um, and they are coming to Chicago. They're doing a, a small tour um, and they're playing the empty bottle, which is a small venue. And I should mention for Magpod Nation folks, MXPX playing shows in uh, Chicago and Milwaukee uh, this coming weekend as the episode drops. And some folks out there on the Patreon and beyond had asked about like, you know, what we do at Meetup. Will either of us be at either of these? Um, and, but don't think we will be able to make it in part because. This Soul Glow show is uh, Friday night, Friday tonight, uh, the same night as MXPX in Chicago. And I'm like, I, I got to see Soul Glow. I'm sorry. So the show is sold out, but I emailed the venue and I was like, any chance I could get some extra tickets somehow? And they're like, we'll have some at the door, first come, first serve. And I'm like, I'm, I'm coming to that door like an hour before. And I'm really, really going to try to get a ticket. So very pumped about seeing them. Um, and unfortunately, the next night in Milwaukee, uh, my son is singing in a Christmas tree lighting <laughs> chorus uh, event, so I won't be able to go to either of those. Shout out to all the folks who will be at those. Danny Stairs, I'm sad I can't see you. Other folks who might be here, 
Uh, I know there's some folks uh, mentioned on the Discord uh, and the Patreon that they would make it up there. So we'll miss you, but we'll do another we'll do another Magpod meetup, whether it's from XPX or Five Iron or somebody at some point here. But um, really, really hoping to make it a Soul Glow. If I do, I will I will report back. Yes, uh, I I think I told you that. Um, listening to that record, I'm like, man, I would love to go and see them, but at the same time, yeah. sometimes <laughs> hardcore shows scare me scare you yeah yeah that's fair because <laughs> like i just listening to this album I'm like man this this pit would be intense Nuts. now it's at the empty bottle which there's not a lot of room for a pit there and i'm sure there will still be one but i don't think i'll be mixing up in the pit uh it's a little too intense but you know maybe i'll maybe i'll just be overcome if i get into the show with the energy and i'll just get in there and really mix it up but i agree a hardcore pit is uh is different than nothing like to fuck with yes yes might break my foot at this one, Brock. Yeah. Um, Soul glow pit ain't nothing to fuck with. <laughs> that's right. Everybody says that. Um, but yes, their, their album from this year is called Diaspora Problems. Uh, yes. Highly recommended. Yes. Um, so I also have a, a music-based winner. Ooh. Um, because this past Monday, I went to the Turf Club to yes. see Barty's Strange. Hell yeah. Um. And so I was supposed to see he so Barty Strange was supposed to open originally for Lucy Dacus when she was going to be mm-hmm. playing um at First Ave, but then that show got postponed because right. of COVID. Right. And then it was rescheduled and then he was not on the bill anymore. And uh so that was that was a bummer, but this was a headlining show, and so it was Avarti's Strange headlining uh, show, and it sold out, and his this was his first ever sold-out show. Wow. It was in St. Paul, Minnesota. Yeah. This so, will be the last time he plays a venue that small there, by the way. <laughs> guaranteed. This is the yeah. last time by by you know the next year or so i mean this new album that he released yeah uh is it's called farm to table and it is great yes they put on an incredible show cool he is such an interesting dude uh he's originally from england and then he like spent some of his youth in oklahoma and he like talked about like being like the only black kid in his town and mm. so like sharing sharing some about that and then he the 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 musical style that he the fusion of styles that he writes yeah this sort of like indie pop but like then some sort of like some like punk elements and then it like it's got like a bunch, bunch of like synthy stuff going on, and then like mm-hmm. it, then it's hip hop. So yeah. he's just like it's all it's it's it keeps everything so interesting. He also has a really pretty voice, yes. Um, and just sort of like an unassuming looking dude. Mm-hmm. You would not like, yeah. You just like not looking. He just doesn't have that like. Oh, this guy is, you right. know, he's just a very sort of. He was like, <laughs> he was wearing like baggy jeans and like like a unbuttoned flannel shirt he just was he did not like give off like you know uh 
he wasn't like coming on there like being like oh a big fucking rock star but he like they played so they played so well and they just sounded so good and yeah uh, yeah it's i hope the next time i see him to see him at like to see him at first app i assume that will be the next time would be yeah probably a headlining show at at first app but um, yeah if you guys haven't listened to barty's i would absolutely recommend farm to table yep I would definitely like to see him live too. I know it's reductive to say he sounds like Block Party, but that's the that's the comparison that a lot of people make, uh, especially Silent Alarm, which is a lot of people's one. Of, you know, it's one of my favorite albums from the two thousands. Love that record, and I feel like he sort of continues on that the aspects of of that band and that album that were like unique. He, he touches on some of those elements as well, but obviously he's doing his own thing. Like you said, and it's more expansive than just that. But I think if anybody's a fan of that record, they will, they will certainly like uh farm to table. So yeah. Um, Rad. Well, those were some good winners, good winners, good voicemails, some good songs. I think we've, uh, I think we successfully, successfully, successfully crushed this, uh, oops all voicemails uh episode (laughs) um like we said we'll be back with some more uh some more skate punk content soon then back into indie next month we got some christmas stuff coming up Mm. so it's just uh it's just good times ahead everybody oh man we got we got thanksgiving around the corner Mm. uh the holidays dude we're entering my my favorite time of year so good it's about to get cozy as fuck Mm. you know you you guys can just you know put on put on your slippers you know get Mm -hmm. those slippies on get some little cardigan maybe yeah put throw on a cardigan a snifter of pork cocoa yeah and you know just snuggle up with your Mm. with your boys in your ears (laughs) exactly just get us get us in your holes or whatever it is that we used to say (laughs) i forgot was that something we said no that sounds right (laughs) Um, filling holes yeah let us fill your holes at the holiday time um <laughs> we should make a t-shirt shocking. that says that yeah um we'll get in your ears around the fire um yeah. and uh yeah may, may may a cozy uh holiday season be upon you all yes um and uh yeah we'll uh we'll i don't know we'll, we'll be back to uh former magpod ish i don't know what i'm saying <laughs> we'll get to some 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 stuff that continues season three shortly and then we will yes. return to our season four content and then we'll get uh christmasy and it'll be great yeah well on that note on that i'm really note. fucking up the closure of this episode That's i don't know what's fine. going on i'm thrown off uh anyway weigh in on um what you think about this conversation and the coziness you're going to enjoy at magnified pod on instagram facebook and twitter follow and subscribe to the pod if you haven't already give us a rating review hey we could use some more uh reviews we'll read those on the pod give us those five stars you can email us at magnifiedpod at gmail.com you can leave us a voicemail at 872-762-4763-8727-magpod you can support us at the patreon patreon.com slash magnified pod where you can still find andrew a wonderful watch along commentary <laughs> to uh fucking what's it called chopping ball, ball. which uh doesn't have to be a hot a halloween season only film why not throw it on at thanksgiving yeah you uh you have a nice meal with the family you're relaxing after throw on some <laughs> chopping ball and listen to your boys um <laughs> some heads explode yeah why not 
you can also pick up some season four merch at magnifiedpod.storeenvy.com. Thanks to Small Step Records for sponsoring us. Check out smallstuprecords.com to learn more. And thanks to shadow producer Jason and Bruno at Unoriginal Vinyl for our artwork. Well, I think I hear the voice of the spirit begging us to shut the fuck up. We'll be back to try to make you go astray next week when we'll have a very special guest. Love some angry Ted. Very excited to to dive into exploring that more. Yep. For more shows like this one, visit rockcandyrecordings.com.